You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Thursday morning, too. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, and of course, DK Network's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin live from Bar Canada at the D. What's going on here with the uh, the old shirt here, Kelly? What's happening right there? Let me just button that one up. Uh, I I got ladies, sorry. On. Just wanted to pull in the ladies. <laughs> For the opening of the show. <laughs> Apologize for that. Uh, on the show today, uh, we do have the crack man, but he's not in studio. He's uh, remote. He's in New York. So we'll just we'll talk to him for a couple of segments today. So unscripted with the crack man. I hope uh, you got a great parking spot again. Hope he did. No, oh, yeah. Remember the last time we were, I was right. like, how the hell did he get that parking spot? Right. He was talking to us <laughs> in a legal parking spot. Uh, it's phenomenal. We'll talk to him. Frank Schwab from Yahoo. Talk NFL with us. Jay Connor, old buddy, talks some NHL, some early season NHL. His thoughts on uh, Hart Trophy, on the Vezina Trophy, not to mention uh, games tonight in the National Hockey League. And uh, Tim Murray from Beeson Primetime will join us to talk college football, uh, host of the College Football Betting Podcast as well here at Beeson. Have you heard the College Football Betting Podcast? They do a great job with no, it. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, great, um, great job of that. We'll talk teasers in the National Football League. Um, yes, I made it to the show today via Chopper. Uh, they sent the uh, the Beeson Chopper for me. Uh, I did the whole put the attache case over my head duck thing under the propellers because I think that's what you're supposed to do. Oh, they, the yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, that's yeah. how you run to a chopper. That's right. You also it, don't walk to one. You no, run. no, no. Yeah, you, yeah. you run and you duck. <laughs> And then it landed on top of the D. I don't know if people didn't know there's a helipad on top of the D. No, I had to do U-turns like three times on the strip to get here. It's the actual truth. Really? You know what yeah, because Is it I, not completely shut down yet? No, I'm actually in a good window, but they did close off Harmon from this. Oh, this is getting too much in the weeds. Yeah. But essentially, I couldn't make my normal left turn, so I had to go around and then U-turn, and then it's a whole thing. I'm going to dinner at Caesars tonight, so it ought to be a quite an That's experience. A <laughs> stupid idea. It's just really stupid. By the way, did you see the tweet yesterday? Where, I can't remember who it was. I mean, was it Ray Pierce or Buddhist Man or one of those? He, he uh, sorry, that I don't remember exactly. But it was like your answer to the college football question the other day of Syracuse oh, yeah, yeah. is one of the fine. <laughs> the I was dancers. trying to remember the. I was trying to remember those running backs years. I was <laughs> off by like fifteen years. Okay. Uh, last night, I don't usually start off the show with a bad beat because bad beats are a dime a dozen. Uh, SVP and Stanford Steve do such a great job with it on uh, on ESPN. 
Oh, and God. I don't know that this is going to be the worst beat of the year in college football. I was going to say, are you going college football here? This was, that was great last night. But it's certainly going to be in the year-end yeah. montage of them. Yeah. Uh, and I happen to know a person who had a bet on each side of this. So uh, in case you missed the action last night, Buffalo at Miami of Ohio. It was a seven and a half point spread in favor of Miami of Ohio. They end up winning it 23 to 10, but that was not without its late game shenanigans. Miami converted a couple fourth downs on the drive that got them to that covering, if you will, 23 to 10 lead. Uh, But then with uh, three minutes and four seconds left in this game, sorry for those who had Buffalo here, they have to relive this for a second, but three minutes and four seconds left in this game, second and 15 at their own 20. Uh, Buffalo's quarterback, Cole Snyder, goes to Marlon Johnson, who breaks free, and he goes 80 yards, nay, 79 yards, pardon me, because on his way on his way into the goal, uh, past the goal line, or through, through the, uh, the plane, he tries to stretch his arms out. He wasn't showboating. He was just trying to stretch his arms out to get the ball there, because he had a pursuer, and the defender... Still, still like... Okay, go ahead. He didn't have to do it. Yeah, I didn't think he had to do it at all, but yeah, okay. But he did it. But he did it. And the defender slaps down on his arm. Ball comes loose about a yard and a half, I guess, somewhere in that area before he gets the goal line. He crosses the plane. The ball then fumbles into the end zone. So while even if you have Buffalo at that time, you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. It appears that a Buffalo offensive lineman by the name of uh, Demetrius Harris then lands on the ball in the back of the end zone. Nope, not that either. On review, his left knee, I believe it was his left knee. Don't hold me to the to which knee. But I think it was his left knee on the chalk, if you will, in the back of the end zone. No recovery, no touchdown. That's how the game would end. Uh, Buffalo would get the ball back one more time, but then there was you know, 25 seconds. There was strip sack immediately. That is a brutal. So Will Hill, we had Will Hill on the show yesterday. He had Buffalo plus the points, if you remember. Oh, so he was on the bad side of that. And of course, you know who's on the good side of everything like this? He as great a sports better as he is. I've said this before on the show. He's as lucky as he is good. Todd Wishnev, Steve Fez. Steve Fez. <laughs> We, we need to do a whole deep dive on just how, because Stevie Luckbox, Todd calls him, Stevie yeah, Luckbox. Yeah, yeah. And so it, it's gotten to the point where any outcome like this, you're like, let me guess who Fezzik had in this game. <laughs> sure enough, he had Miami Ohio. It's amazing. Some people, by the way, as smart as he is, I'd take his luck over everything. Give me that luck. Yeah. yeah it's incredible. Okay, I hear you. Go, might, be the, might be texting Steve later. I feel like he can get me, he can get me somehow in through like uh in through a cart through the back door of the loading dock at Caesars or something like that. He's got that seven-star connection. Oh, you know? he has all those yeah, tricks. Yeah. He's all legit. You know what the guy, you know my valet, uh, one of the valet guys at, the, at my building said about F1 today? He goes, he goes uh, Gil, you know what uh, You know what? no one's anticipating? I'm like, what? He goes, the noise. Oh, totally. He's like, do you yeah, have your yeah, earplugs yeah. for sleep tonight? I'm like, oh, no. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> all right. I have game. so many more questions for you, but yeah, I don't so, want to do it on there. <laughs> I can just tell you all kinds of F1 stuff. Uh, tonight is the, uh, tonight is the practice. We're talking about practice tonight. Tomorrow's the qualifying, and then uh, Saturday, the race itself. Uh, Okay, tonight, Thursday night football. Your reward for sitting through the Panthers and the Bears last Thursday is that you get the Bengals and the Ravens tonight. 
That is a marquee matchup for the crew at Amazon. Ravens, three and a half point favorites. The total is 46, as we discussed yesterday with the whole Deshaun Watson stuff. And then as the course of the show, you know, as the course of the show played out, we learned that it would not be PJ Walker as the Cleveland Browns quarterback, that it would be DTR. Essentially, I made the case here that with Cleveland now led by either of those two guys the rest of the year, Pittsburgh being the magic bean six and three. The Bengals still remain the Ravens' top uh, Ravens' top competition, but they go into this game a game and a half back in the standings and already having lost the Ravens earlier this year. So if the Ravens win this game, they essentially will not just have a two-and-a-half game lead in the standings over the Bengals, their primary rival here, if you buy into that premise, but essentially it'd be three games, three-and-a-half, with the sweep of the season series. Now, if you look at this game, Couple, couple conflicting things. I want to sort of make the case for the Ravens. By the way, do you have a play on this? I do not. Correct. I do. You do. I, I, do you I did play the Bengals small. Um, okay. And by small, I mean I have the exact same amount of money on this game as I did on the Blazers under last night. So if that helps <laughs> okay. put it in perspective, yes. Uh, <laughs> you, you alluded to this yesterday. So the Ravens yeah. are seven and three. Mm-hmm. The Ravens very well could be. I know this sounds crazy. It's a three game difference. They could be ten and zero. Right. They had no business losing any of those three games. Uh, they have tr- so so ten ball games, sixty minutes a game. I'll do the math for you, Kelly. That's six hundred minutes of football. Uh, they've also played overtime, so it's actually more. You know how many total minutes the Ravens have trailed this season? Twenty nine. 28. Did you know that? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> 28. I thought I brought it up on Monday. Actually. Oh, I didn't know that you said the number. I didn't know that you said yeah, the no, number. No, I don't yeah. know. I don't think I did. 28 I minutes of football. Uh, Bengals, on the other hand. You know, good in, in-game adjustment team. Ravens are the first halves this year, as a result of what we were just talking about, having led for all but 28 minutes this year. They are 8-2 against the spread in the first half. File that away. From a full-game uh, perspective, uh, tw- the Bengals are 12th in DVOA, using Aaron Schatz's proprietary stats. Uh, the Bengals are 12th in DVOA against the pass. They're 29th against the run, which really plays into the Ravens, or which really plays into the Ravens' strengths on offense. Um, Ravens are number one in rush DVOA. Again, DVOA is analysis, granular analysis of each and every play of a football season, juxtaposed against an average outcome of uh, of that play given the circumstances. And the Bengals specifically are bad against running quarterbacks, allowing the fourth most yards per game to that position. Enter Lamar Jackson, who in his eight career games against the Bengals, first of all, the Ravens have won seven of those. Lamar Jackson averages 79.5 rushing yards per game against the Bengals, or as Matt Brown calls them, the Bengals. Um, They're not good against tight ends either. Enter Mark Andrews into the equation. So there's all that. Uh, And then you go on the other side of the ball, Ravens defense, second in DVOA overall. And since Wink Martindale has has, uh, left the Ravens, since he's been, you know, away from that Ravens defense and Mike McDonald became the defensive coordinator, Burrow, three total meetings, small sample size, but in three total meetings, he's only thrown for 217, 242, and 222 against the Ravens. So... That's because they've, they've sort of backed off the blitz. Wink Martindale used to blitz all the time against him. So that's, that's a lot of stuff in the Ravens column right there. There's only one issue with that. And the reason I know there's only one issue with that is because we had Dr. Bob, who happened to be on the, uh, the Megapod a f- few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. By the way, Cleve TA on the Megapod after this show today uh, with Will Hill, Todd Wishnev, and myself. Nice. But that was the week where the Bengals were playing the Niners, and I had the Bengals plus the points against the Niners, and the Bengals ended up rolling in that game. 
Dr. Bob buttressed that point by saying, do you know what Joe Burrow is, or the Bengals are, as a dog of three or more the last three years? As a dog of three or more points the last three years, which is, of course, applies, which, of course, applies here. I'm going to say they have a winning record since you're leading into it that way, Gil, but I can't believe, I, I can't imagine there's that many games either. Well, it's 13 of them. Okay. 13 total games. It's actually a little bit more than I was expecting. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. A handful. I would have guessed like 8, 9, 10. They are 12, 0, and 1 against the spread yeah. in these situations. 12, 0, and 1. When they are dogs of three or more points in the last three years, they are 9 and 4 straight up as well. So I've said that a couple times this week. Uh, Joe Burrow is great as a dog, but those are the numbers to back it up, courtesy of Dr. Bob. So um, all that Raven stuff I said, to me, I'm not a, I'm not a, huge, not a huge trends guy. Um, that's a pretty compelling one, but that's a lot of, those are a lot of checks in the Ravens column yeah, big, tonight. Big injuries, too, in this game. In yes. my mind, they kind of cancel each other out, though. You're not going to have Sam Hubbard on the Bengals side. Trey Hendrickson looks like he will go, try to give it a go. You don't have T. Higgins, though, still uh, out there on the Ravens side. Looks like Marlon Humphrey will likely be out. He's listed as doubtful right, uh, right now. Ronnie Stanley out on the offensive line. Ronnie Stanley, though, um, six more pressures allowed this year than he did all of last season so might not be as bad a loss as you think we'll come back more nfl on the other side numbers game visa the sports betting network with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. numbers game on vsin the sports betting network all right we got to take a break and talk about zid nicotine pouches we're always debating what a team needs to do to get to number one but zid nicotine pouches are already there it's helped millions of people achieve lasting change earning the title of america's number one nicotine pouch find your zin at your local convenience store or online at zin.com i will spell that for you z-y-n.com warning this product contains nicotine nicotine is an addictive chemical we get tweets up beating the book two twins one plate Hi, Gil. I absolutely love your show. Monday's my favorite day when I have you and Kelly to keep me entertained and informed. Oh, and that other tweet that said you have a smooth nighttime DJ voice. 100% agree. Also, Kelly cracks me up with, am I crazy? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Two yeah, tweets, one play. Jesse Welch, shout out to Jason Weingarten for the Gunnar Henderson pre-flop call. Even bigger shout out for suggesting to double back when it was 25 to 1 on Rookie of the Year in the American League. Huge cash for me again. Back-to-back years. Thanks to you. Thanks to Jason for that, by the way. Congratulations to everybody who has cashed on all of the awards, which, again, um, our guy from ESPN tweeted out mistakenly last week and gave out all the winners. Oh, 
passing. Yeah. Jeff passing. That's right. <laughs> I'm like, whoops, got to got to retweet. Are we are we 100 percent so far on that? 100 percent. 100. You you hadn't updated me on that. Okay. 100 percent so far. Uh, yes, Vegas Vice and uh, Vegas Vice informing me as well as uh, as well as as Paul Krause that yeah, one of the options looks like. Uh, that it could be part in Oracle Park. Some games in Oracle Park, they're not sure about the A's moving forward. So, uh, appreciate that clarification. We'll see how it works out. Numbers guy, numbers guys, Gil, you're, you're a man of a similar age as I. Syracuse did used to be a powerhouse in the 80s, right? I'm not misremembering that, right? Yes, but the question was about football. Yes, they were a powerhouse in basketball, but Kelly was asked about who, who his 70s football powerhouses could be. I was thinking yeah, like uh, late 50s, early 60s, apparently. That's what you were thinking about, sure. And then uh, the angriest guy in Kentucky uh, cursing at me in a, in a fond way about not having pro tips anymore. He's very upset about pro tips. Lazy.com <laughs> every day. What's that? They're up at Vizen.com every day. Vizen.com every, every day, without the jingle, though, should point out. We don't do the jingle anymore. We apologize for that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, he is the host of VEASAN Primetime. Not only that, he's also the host of the VEASAN College Football Betting Podcast. And you can follow him on the old Twitter. They call it X now, the kids, at 1TimMurray. That's the number one Tim Murray. It's Tim Murray, everybody. How you doing, Tim? What's up, Gil? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm doing very well, man. Can, before we get to your picks on college football... Can I just ask you, because I haven't had a chance to yet, how you feel if you were, if I was like, all right, Tim, how's this going to play out the last two weeks of the regular season and championship uh, week? Who's going to end up in the playoff? You think it goes how from this point forward? Ooh, that is, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I will say as much as I think Alabama is playing much better right now, I, I think Georgia is starting to hit a gear. Um, and I'll say Georgia uh, you know, they're a three, four point favorite, uh, in that sec championships. I'll say Georgia. Uh, I don't think Florida state's going to be tripped up. So I'll say Florida state is in there, uh, Michigan. And then, uh, I'll say Oregon gets in over Texas. Um, you know, even though, um, I do think Texas wins the big 12, that's going to be the tough decision to make. And, you know, for the committee, they've already kind of told us, Gill that Oregon is higher rated in their eyes than Texas and Oregon will have an opportunity to get two really good wins uh, down the stretch, a home game against Oregon state next week in the civil war. And then the rematch in all likelihood against Washington uh, here in Las Vegas. So uh, we'll see what happens this weekend. Uh, I know a lot of people at the network have Oregon state polling the, uh, you know, upset in the eyes of the rankings, but in the eyes of what we do, it wouldn't be an upset because Oregon State is the favorite, uh, albeit very slightly against Washington. So that'll be uh, kind of chalky, uh, but I just feel like those right now are are the teams that have the best path. So I'll say Georgia, Florida State, uh, Michigan, and then Oregon. Yeah, I, I feel like Texas is going to be the team that gets screwed for lack of a better term at the end like i just have this feeling the the worst case the big controversy scenario to me would be if texas and if they're choosing between texas and bama and they give it to bama uh given their uh, head to head yeah yeah it's gonna be fascinating uh if that if that does unfold and 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 the gymnastics that they do to say well you know we always uh we always say you have to test yourself in the non-con and what's a bigger test than going on the road to tuscaloosa right winning that game by 10 but yeah that game was a long time ago it's yeah. more important now so yeah it, it will be fun but uh i i agree that'll be uh 
that'll be a fun day for old social media uh, if, uh, <laughs> yes, if Alabama pulls the win and Texas a and or Texas, excuse me, is 12 and one. And they would have won head to head on the road by 10 plus points. I think I'm pulling for the uh, the fun day in old social media. All right. You yeah. you alluded to the Oregon State uh, UW game and you yeah. said a lot of people here at the network have Oregon State. Am I to uh, am I to glean from that that you do not? Uh, I don't officially for this weekend, but it's kind of cheating because my first and biggest win total Gil was over eight wins for Oregon state. So they're sitting eight and two. Uh, they win this game. They hit the over. Uh, and I'll just say this. I'm not betting Washington to get off my position. Uh, I, I, I like the matchup. I'm not in love with it. Uh, the, the worry I have on the Oregon state side is they, they haven't faced a quarterback or a set of receivers, like what they're going to see on Saturday night in Corvallis. And their secondary uh, has been had, you know, you look at their loss on the road against Washington state, a team that has absolutely fallen off the face of the earth, but cam ward and company lit them up through the air. Uh, Cal lit them up through the air in a very odd uh, shootout 52 to 40 in Berkeley about a month ago. Uh, but then you flip it on the other side and Washington, uh, you know, teams have been able to run on them. Oregon was able to run on them. USC was able to run on them. And that's what Oregon state wants to do. They want to run it down your throat uh, on a nightly basis. And and then, you know, this isn't, you know, necessarily uh, analytically backed. Well, I guess it is kind of uh, winning and Corvallis is like is really hard. Uh, 17 and one ATS, I believe, is their number the last three years at home. Uh, it, it's it's ridiculous how strong Oregon State plays at home. Their only loss outright in the last three years was last year when they were a six-point home underdog to Kayla Williams and USC, and they had a bunch of opportunities to win that game, and they ultimately lost by three uh, to the Trojans. So uh, I do, if, if forced to pick it, you know, if I'm in a pick and pool, I'll probably have them in the you know Golden Nugget concert contest that I'm a part of here in town. Uh, I would look at Oregon State. There, there are some worries about the secondary guild that doesn't make me just fall in love with this pick. But ultimately, I think the beeves, I think the market moving towards the beeves is, is right. And uh, I do think, you know, being at at home night game, you know, with this type of uh, run game that they can rely on for Oregon State, that is, uh, I think they win this this one on, on Saturday night. What do you like best this weekend? Uh, I'll give you a couple, um, you know, if <laughs> one that's going to probably make me uh, pretty, uh, pretty uh, upset at myself, I'm sure, Gil. But uh, I'll tell you this: Missouri last weekend made me look like a fool. Uh, I, I went against them. I took Tennessee, and uh, that was an incredibly inaccurate uh, uh, bet of of mine because uh, Missouri looked the part. But you know, remember this: Missouri not fully healthy uh, right now. Luther Burden, who is a stud wide receiver, still seems to be a little bit banged up. And I, I do wonder at this point. Um, you know, is this the the ultimate high point of Missouri? Look, Missouri's legit. They deserve all the uh, the accolades that they're getting. Freshly minted top ten team, but I think this situational spot is is really tricky for Mizzou, where you've played back to back games now uh, against Georgia and now Tennessee, and I think this is a bunch of points. So I'm going to take uh, as as uh, Matt Humans like to call them, 
calls him Sunbelt Billy, uh, Billy Napier and the Gators. I'm going to catch the take the points here with Florida. Um, you know, Florida is a team last week that 52 to 35. I, I thought they were pretty competitive against LSU and uh, maybe a little bit of a bad beat. If you did have the points with Florida, there, uh, catching, you know, 14 or so against LSU. So I think Florida stays competitive. I think Missouri probably wins this game, but uh, I think this is a little trickier than some people anticipate there uh, with the Gators. Uh, a couple other real quickly, um, you know, the market's moving against me here a little bit, which never makes you feel great, but uh, I like Texas tech. Uh, they did just beat Kansas. Uh, they're playing UCF. Uh, this is the old time of year where you're you're wondering who's who's motivated for bowl eligibility. Gil, Texas Tech is a five and five team. Their final game will be against Texas next week. So I, I think you know in, in year two of uh, of the era down there in Texas Tech, I think this is a spot where the Red Raiders at home in Lubbock. Uh, I, I like the Red Raiders laying the short number, the two and a half, and, uh, you know, kind of write a little bit of a, a wrong there for uh, for what has been a bit of a disappointing year. And then lastly, I'll give you um, let's go. Uh, Let's go Northwestern plus the three, you know, sure. it's happy days there in, uh, in Evanston. They just gave David Braun the full-time job. So we'll take the three with the purple cats against Purdue uh, as they are five and five and trying to get to very surprising bowl eligibility there for the purple cats. So I'll take, uh, I'll take the home dog, take the three there in Evanston. Tim, thank you very much. Tim Murray, by the way, host of decent primetime, not only 6 PM weekdays here on the network, host of the college football betting podcast, but your DC plug, the, your show at the DMV is yeah the big the big wager on big 100 every game day on uh, on big 100 in DC my man Tim thank you so much Tim Murray everybody on the show we'll come back hockey talk with Jake Hahn numbers game visa the sports betting network Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. In the NBA, the game can change in an instant, but no matter how the action unfolds, you know DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. This week, new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting five bucks on basketball. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Vegas. That's code Vegas. The crown is yours. Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidler, live from Bar Canada at the D. Uh, we get some clarification tweets. I love it. It's so great when. Uh, when uh, listeners to this show, we, we so appreciate sort of uh, connect all the dots for us. Jeff Staples, no brick and mortar sportsbook yet at Tampa Hard Rock. Just the app, as you said. 
just the app. Yeah, the, the one, I guess the one I don't understand, because I had a friend in town from Florida this past weekend, and he was t- we were talking about it a bit. I don't really understand how you can bet on the app outside of the properties, which I think is the case. Hmm. This I'm just, really just questioning more than anything. <laughs> I don't really know. Ruminations with Kelly Bill. That's right, yeah. Judd O'Connor. Uh, it's funny, Bill brings up that topic with... Uh, with Darren Fox. Oh, the prop that he hit, but the people that he gave it to did not, and he was angry about it. He says, because Darren Fox, he said, had about five short-range jumpers in the last four minutes and missed them all and only got to 33 because he got fouled on his last attempt. Good win, bad beat for the others who lost on that. Uh, let's see here. We go on with some of these. I want to get back to that game tonight because we were talking in the first segment, for those who missed it, about sort of the varying things and a lot of checks in the in the Baltimore Ravens column, if you will. Again, they've they only trailed for a grand total of 28 minutes on the season. That's in 600-plus minutes of football. So they've just trailed in 28 minutes. And obviously the reason for that is they get out to these monster first-half leads, or a lead nonetheless. And uh, while I was uh, admonished earlier for saying, yet yeah, 7-3, they... They could very well be 10-0. I, perhaps I shouldn't say they should be, because you're right, uh, a gentleman who uh, tweeted about this. At some point, it does become a pattern that you can't close out these games. But they certainly could have been 10-0. and 0. Uh, It's a team that has had trouble uh, holding on to the lead. But they are 8-2 and two against the spread in the first half. And usually, I don't like to give out little nuggets like that, because I think they're more descriptive than predictive. This one is kind of... Uh, meaningful to me because they do get into this uh, rhythm at home where they just they just take the soul out of the opponent with this running game and as mentioned earlier and we'll repeat some of this the Bengals while they are 12th in DVOA DVOA against the pass Aaron Schatz proprietary stat over there at FTN they're 29th against the run that feeds right into the Ravens strength and again the Ravens are first in rush DVOA the Bengals are not good against running quarterbacks fourth most yards per game allowed to that position by the Bengals Lamar Jackson falls right into that uh, right into the uh, into this you know into their web and so uh, not good for the Bengals Lamar Jackson has won seven of his eight career starts against the Bengals. He's averaged 79.5 rushing yards in those eight starts. Bengals aren't good versus tight ends. Mark Andrews is a strength. So there's a lot of things to go in the Ravens column. But the Bengals, as we mentioned, as a dog of three or more the last three years, 12-0-1 ATS with Joe Burrow, 9-4 straight up. So throw that as a countermeasure to this game where the Ravens are three and a half point favorites and the total is 46 and a half. Frank Schwab now joins us from Yahoo Sports to discuss this game and others. How you doing, Frank? Doing good, Gil. How about you, man? Doing very well. Do you have a, a bet on this game tonight in a huge AFC North clash? I do, and I, I, I'm a little worried about it. Let's put it that way. I like the Ravens a lot, but I just know that hook is there, and I, I just worried about that. It's an AFC North game, probably going to end up as a three-point game, right? That's what these do. But a few reasons I really like the Ravens. I think the two Bengals injuries are—I know the Ravens have injuries, too, with Humphrey and Stanley, but T. Higgins, Sam Hubbard, those are massive injuries for the Bengals. You saw them really suffer without those guys last week. And I just honestly trust the Ravens still being an elite team. We haven't—we see that at, at moments from the Bengals this year. Not consistently like we have the Ravens. Yeah, they lost last week. You don't want to lose a game like that. You don't want to lose a quarterback with a broken shoulder and a high ankle sprain in the second half. I get that. But I still trust the Ravens as being one of those elite teams at home. 
I, and I, I like the Ravens a lot, but I'm worried that I'm going to end up with a, a ticket that loses by a half point. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of fantasy players have already uh, already hip to uh, Keaton Mitchell, and a lot of props players are hip to him. But he's a uh, undrafted free agent out of East Carolina who is so fast. And the Ravens had him on the practice squad earlier in the year. I think they're going to step him up each and every game uh, moving forward, including tonight. And by the way, Gil, the, the Bengals, the Bengals tight end. I cannot remember his name off the top of my head. He's been getting a lot of run the last two or three weeks. Keep an eye on him with your props too. Cause I think those numbers are pretty low. Um, okay. With the, you're talking about, uh, is that sample, sample? I believe it is sample. Is it yes. Sample? Yes. Sample. Yeah, he's been getting a lot of run the last couple of weeks. Get, keep an eye on him without T Higgins in the game. He might, he might have a really nice night. What are your favorite bets week 11 in its entirety? What do you like this weekend? You know, I'll be honest with you. I looked at this slate. And I was like, Whew, th- these are, these are some tough games. This is one of the tougher weeks uh, I've seen in many weeks. The one that stood out to me was the Steelers. And I know it's, it's just square. It's easy, right? Like I'm betting against a rookie quarterback, but DTR was so bad for the Browns the first time around that. I just don't see him moving the ball against the Steelers defense. I, I know the Steelers, their regressions coming. They're really way out in front of their record. They're this year's Vikings, all that kind of stuff. But when I looked at how Dorian Thompson Robinson played last last time against the Ravens, they just couldn't move the ball. They straight up looked like a, a, a college offense at that point. They uh, he had 121 yards on 37 attempts, I believe. And I don't see it being any different this time around. I I think they should probably should have gone to P.J. Walker, even though P.J. Walker is not that great. But they win with DTR. I, I think the Steelers are just going to eat him alive. I was actually pretty surprised. It's still, you know, minus one Browns pick them, whatever it shall be uh, at various places, because I just don't see any way that the Browns move the ball against the Steelers. Yeah, I uh, boy, I I just still I don't know if it's my uh, my Malcolm Gladwell blink thing on this game. I just feel like the Browns somehow figure it out. But you're, you're right about, I mean, look, the Steelers. They they're going to rally around that yeah. kid. They're going to rally around that kid, and they're going to play as well as they can. I just don't think they can move the ball. Can you imagine if the Steelers, let's just say you're right. Let's say the Steelers win this. The 7-3 and three yeah. Pittsburghs. Like, are you kidding me? They're such a fugazi. They're such a fugazi. They are They yeah. are so, I, 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 can, I could not believe my, my colleague Scott Pianowski texted me last week. He was like, do you know the Steelers have been outgained in every game? And I trust him on everything and i was like you're wrong i, I gotta look this up and i was like how is this even possible that a team with a winning record has been outgained in every single game it's gonna be an ugly game and you, you know what you might be right the browns might pull this out but i just I, i'll trust the steelers i'll trust tomlin i'll trust that defense and they're probably gonna win like nine to six or something like that <laughs> i would like to see an old afc north slobber knocker game like that i would like that um oh my goodness by the way i read your uh, i read your you guys at yahoo put out your little recaps uh not your little recaps but your written recaps after the games um i quite enjoy them by the way i love yours and I'm curious, just a sort of inside baseball question for 20 seconds. Was there a was there a sort of company thing this year where they were like, make it more per, like make it more conversational? Because it used to be like really hard news factoid kind of things. And you guys are throwing in more of your opinion now, aren't you? Am I am I imagining that? I always have because I'm a loudmouth who can't, you know, I'd like the, the tone of his own voice, I guess. But maybe <laughs> maybe people have followed that lead because I I'll tell you what I think, whether I'm right or wrong. And I'm wrong a lot, Kill. So but I, I like it. I It's what it's about, man. It's what yeah. it's, we're talking ball. It's supposed to be fun. Isn't I, it? I quite enjoy it, man. You do a great job. What else besides uh, besides your instinct on the Steelers? What do you like? You know, I'm kind of wondering about the Titans. Uh, every time we write the Titans off, and I do this all the time, I, I was really, really low on the Titans before the season. I think I had them 
28th in my power rankings and everybody gave me a hard time. Oh my God, how could you possibly be this low on the Titans? But that said, every time I'm like, yep, I was right. The Titans are terrible. They always come back and, and have a good performance. The full seven with the Jaguars who have been a bad home team. I don't get this, this split they have like they, their yards per play on the road versus home is starred. Like I don't get what the deal is with the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville, but they're not the same team at home. I just kind of feel like the Titans, uh, they rise up and they cover here at least. And maybe win. who knows? Because Mike Vrabel does that a lot. I, I thought seven was just a little too disrespectful to a Titans team that, that usually competes. They didn't last week, but I, I think they bounced back this week. Yeah. I just thought the full seven with the Jaguars was way too much. This is one of these weeks. Kelly and I will talk about it here after the break, but it's again, you know, I do a megapod after this, which you've been kind enough to come on, which is it's three plays. Yeah. Um, that's hard enough in these. How do you get the three? Like, well, how do you, well, how do you, how do you get to this, uh, five in these contests? Like that's the real one. So I'm I'm looking to fill that fourth fourth and fifth spot. Give me one more before you go here that you like. Uh, maybe the Bills. Uh, just as a. I mean, everything's against them. They fire the coordinator. Their luck has been so bad, right? Like, I get that. Like, I'm disappointed with the Bills. They were my Super Bowl pick, so I'm going to be a little harder on them. But I also realize that they have had a string of bad luck. I mean, dumb penalties and, and fumble luck and all this kind of stuff. And they are much better than that 5-5 five and five record. One of these weeks, they're just going to put it on some team. They're just going to put it on them 45-7. I don't know that necessarily you could do that this week. It's going to be hard against that Jets defense, but fire the offensive coordinator coordinators a wake-up call for everybody i don't like laying seven against that jet steve that's i really don't but when i'm looking across the landscape I'm, I'm struggling like you to come up with just five games maybe the bills are one in kind of that spot four and five have been difficult that's for sure frank always appreciate it man thanks so much Appreciate it, Gil. Frank Schwab, everybody, covers uh, the NFL and sports betting for Yahoo Sports. You can follow him on Twitter, on X, at Yahoo Schwab. That's a nice little Twitter handle he got himself. Uh, Kelly and I will come back. Our thoughts on Week 11, right here on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.